All right, hello everyone, hello, 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 Sharice Johnson Moore here, your hope builder, lifting you up out of your sorrow by guiding you to see the Christ within through scripture and practical applications. And it is time, it is time, it is time, it's time for your daily devotional. Today's topic, we will be talking about 1 Samuel 30, 1 through, 1 through 31, okay, we're going to be deep diving it is first samuel 31 through 31 and it speaks about david and the amalekites amalekites yeah david and the amalekites okay david's and them amalekites okay so i want you to get your bible get your tablet ipad however you may be reading the word and come on let's learn some new stuff at this moment in time and we're gonna learn it right now and our daily devotional segment for today all right come on now let's get busy Hello to all my entrepreneurs. My name is Sharice Johnson-Moore. I am the owner, CEO of LBM TV. It is a streaming channel that can be located on the C1 Media Network Smart TV app. This app can be located on Apple TV, Roku TV, Amazon Fire Stick, Android TV, and Google TV. We have advertising spots available for businesses that want to advertise their products or services on our channel. We have an audience of 4.25 million viewers daily reaching 70 plus countries. We have advertising packages to fit your company's needs. We would love for you to join the LBM family. You can reach us through our email address, lbmtvmedia at gmail.com or call us at 724-570-1153 for further details. Talk to you soon and let's advertise, advertise and tell the world what you are made of. everyone it is time it is time it is time it's time for your daily devotional daily devotional today is first samuel 31 through 31 and it reads and it came to pass when david and his men were come to zig ziglag on the third day that the Amalekites had invaded the south and ziglag and smitten ziglag and burnt a fire and it had taken the women captive, that that there therein they slew not any, either great or small, but carried them away, and went on their way. So David and his men came to the city, and behold, it was burnt with fire, and their wives and their sons and their daughters were taken captives. Then David and the people that were with him lifted up their voice and wept until they had no more power to weep. And David's two wives were taken captives, Ahimea, the 
Jezreelitis, and Abigail, the wife of Nabal, the Car- Carmelite. And David was greatly distressed, for the people spoke of stoning him, because the soul of all the people were grieved, every man of his sons and for his daughters. But David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. And David said to Abithia the priest, Ahimelech's son, I pray thee, bring me hither the ephod. And Abithia brought thither the ephod to David. And David inquired at the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue after this troop? Shall I overtake thee? And he answered him, Pursue, for thou shalt surely overtake them, and without fail recover all. So David went, he and six hundred men that were with him, and came to the brook Beshore, where those that were left behind stayed. And David pursued he and four hundred men, for two hundred abode behind, which were so faint that they could not go over the brook Beshore. And they found an Egyptian in the field, and brought him to David, and gave him bread, and he did eat, and they made him drink water. And they gave him a piece of cake of figs, and two clusters of raisins. And when he had eaten, his spirit came again to him, for he had eaten no bread, nor drink any water, three days and three nights. And David said unto him, To whom belongest thou, and whence art thou? And he said, I am a young man of Egypt, servant to an Ahimelechite. And my master left me, because three days gone, agone, I fell sick. We made an invasion upon the south of the Chariotites, and upon the coast which belonged to Judah, and upon the south of Caleb, and we burnt Ziglag with fire. And David said to him, Canst thou bring me down to this company? And he said, Swear unto me by God, that thou wilt neither kill me, nor deliver me into the hands of my master, and I will bring thee down to this company. And when he had brought him down, behold, they were spread abroad apart upon the earth, eating and drinking and dancing, because of all the great spoil they that they had taken out of the land of the Philistines and out of the land of Judah. And David smote them from twilight even unto the even, evening of the next day. And there escaped not a man of them, save four hundred young men which rode upon camels and fled. And David recovered all that the Amalekites had carried away, and David rescued his two wives. And there was nothing lacking to them, neither small nor great, neither sons nor daughters, neither spoil nor anything that they had taken to them. David recovered all.
And David took all the flocks of the herds, which they drave before those other cattle, and said, This is David's spoil. And David came to the two hundred men, which were so faint that they could not follow David, whom they had made also to abide at the brook Beshore. And they went forth to meet David, and to meet the people that were with him. And when David came near to the people, he saluted them. Then answered all the wicked men and men of Belial, of those that went with David, and said, Because they were not with us, we will not give them aught of the spoil that we have recovered save to every man his wife and his children, that they may lead them away and depart. Then said David, Ye shall not do so, my brethren, with that which the Lord hath given us, who hath preserved us, and delivered the company that came against us into our hand. For who will hearken unto you in this manner? But as his part in that goeth down to the battle, so shall his part be that tarrieth by the stuff. They shall part alike. And it was so from that day forward that he made it a statue and an audience for Israel unto this day. And when David came to Ziklag, he sent of the spoil unto the elders of Judah, even to his friends, saying, Behold, a present for you of the spoil of the enemies of the Lord, to them which were in Bethel, and to them which were in South Ramoth, and to them which were in Jatar, and to them which were in Aora and to them which were in Sephimoth, and to them which were in Eshtomor, and to them which were in Rachel, and to them which were in the cities of Jeramielites, and to them which were in the cities of Canaanites, and to them which were in in Horma, and to them which were in Chorshain, and to them which were in Atashas, and to them which were in Hebron, and to all the places where David himself and his men were wont to haunt. I've just read for Samuel 30, 1 through 31. Oh, dear Heavenly Father, we come to you to say thank you. We say thank you, Lord, for allowing us this day, allowing us to have the breath in our bodies and activity of our limbs, and we are in our right minds just for the day, Lord. We say thank you, Lord, for allowing us just this moment, this second with you, to speak with you, to sojourn with you, to get a word from you. Lord, we thank you for all that you have done, all that you're doing, all that you're going to do. Lord, we thank you. We just thank you. We thank you from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same. 
Lord, may you add a blessing to the reading of your word. In Jesus' name I do pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Hello to all my entrepreneurs. My name is Sharice Johnson-Moore and welcome to Sharice Johnson-Moore's podcast. Do you have products and services that you want to tell the world about? Well, I have an offer for you. Did you know that when you make a 60-minute voiceover ad and place it in podcasts, that it increases your business awareness by 50% in the marketplace? Voiceover ads aren't that expensive. They range from $15 to $25. It all depends on where you place your ad in the podcast. So come on in and place your ad on Sharice Johnson Moore's podcast and tell the world what you have to offer. You can reach me at I am Sharice at ShariceNJohnsonMoore.com or 724-570-1153 for further details. Come on, let's tell the world what you are made of. All right, everyone, let's get into this topic, right? Oh, my goodness. So, we see that David has been away and he is gone for a minute he is away from his homeland he is away from his wives his wives and he is out and about and he has to deal with a situation that has come up in his town the the place where he lives at And we are in chapter 30 of 1 Samuel. And David is dealing with the dealing with the invasion of his place of residency. His place where he has been given this town called Ziklag. And he is uh you know, he has to, like I say, he's dealing with a situation. He's come across in Ziklag, the place where he resides. And he says, And it came to pass when David and his men were come to Ziklag on the third day that the Amalekites had invaded the south and Ziklag and smitten Ziklag and burnt it with fire. Okay. So now David is dealing with, He's dealing with his place being his home being invaded. And David, before um, before he decides to pursue after the invaders, the Amalekites. Amalekites have invaded his place of living. And the people in the town are sore, and they're mad, and they're angry, and he realizes, he gets there, that all the, they have taken the women. They didn't kill them, but they have taken them. They have taken them away. 
and they have come to uh, the daughters and the wives and were taken captive by the Amalekites, okay? And the people are, you know, people, the people um, wanted to know what he was going to do about it, you know? Like, okay, you you the leader of this town and you, you the... You the man, and you know what you what you gonna do, right? So he's pressed to know what uh, is supposed to be done of him by the people that lived there that were left behind, that were not taken captive. And David is distressed because his two wives have been taken with the other captives, and before David can. Before David pursues after them, he has a conversation with the Lord. And he asks the Lord for permission if he should pursue after the captives or not. And the Lord says, And David inquired uh, at the Lord and saying, Shall I pursue after this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered him, Pursue, for thou shalt surely overtake them and without fail recover all. God gives him permission to pursue after everything that he has. He has that the Amalekites have taken. And he comes, you know, so David decides him and his men are going to pursue and they're going to go, and they're going to they're gonna go and, and pursue after these Amalekites, okay? And upon their, you know, upon their pursuit, they run across this young man. And the young man gives them an analogy of what's going on. He says, I'm, I'm an Egyptian. Yes, I was with them. Yes, I know where they're going. And yes, I could tell you if you give me something to eat. Okay, so David and them, you know, David goes ahead and gives the man something to eat, you know, and then he his, his strength comes back to the young man. And uh, David says, okay, now tell us what's going on. So the young man tells him what's going on with the, with, with the, with the group of men that have invaded his zigzag. Say zigzag, right? So David goes in and does what he do, you know, does what he do his thing. He goes in there and he does not spare a soul. Him and the men do not spare a soul. And what has happened is that David, during the pursuit, 200 men were left at a certain place because they could not pursue any further because they were tired and they were drained. But David left the there and said, I can't stop for you. Okay, you you okay, you stop. Okay, so I'm gonna go ahead and keep doing what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna leave you right here, I'm gonna leave you where you're going. And uh and so David pursues them, goes in, um, take care of business, but getting everybody back, his two wives and everything that the Amalekites stole from him. So then on their way back home, back home with the women and, and, and the, the stuff that was stolen from them. They come back towards the 200 men. And the 200 men, you know, he somebody wanted them to say they don't, they don't, the 200 that were left there did not deserve to have a reward. And David said, no, that is not true. That is not true. We're not going to treat them like that because they could not pursue it. He's looking at it as 
No one is better than anybody else in this fight. No one is better than anybody else in this fight. All of us are in this together, so everybody get this. Everybody get equal portion. That's how David treated the 200 that stayed in that situation. They were too tired to pursue with him. So he goes and he pursues and he retrieves and he gets all of the possessions that he has and everything back. And he gives these possessions to everyone it belonged to. He, he, he uh, gives everyone a portion. And see, that's the thing that's different about David. David is thinking about everybody else. And Saul was thinking about himself. And when you, when you have a relationship with God that no one can separate you from him, that you ask God for everything, you ask God everything before you even decide to do it yourself. You ask God for permission. And that is the part that is about David that, that some people do not understand. And David had a heart of a king. He was not thinking about himself. He was thinking about everybody else around him. In, this, in, in his walk, his daily walk every day, he thought about someone else besides himself. And that's what made him a man of God, made uh, God uh, 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 anoint him because he knew his heart and he knew he knew how his heart was and he blessed him and even in the midst of Saul trying to pursue him he did not lose his favor with God because of things that he did and and he kept his cool he didn't go off he didn't say no nah, I'm gonna go ahead and kill Saul I'm gonna go ahead and do he didn't change his mind. He just said, okay, well, um, I'm going to just treat him different than I treat the others. Um, and I have to be aware of who my enemy is. And David knew who his enemy was. And even though he knew Saul was his enemy, he still respected him anyway, okay? He didn't lower himself. He didn't lower his standards to stoop to his level that Saul was stooping, you know, chasing after him and trying to kill him and accuse him, lie on him. You know, um, sometimes that's how the enemy does when they try to destroy us mentally, physically, emotionally, type stuff like that. But David did not fall to his schemes, right? So that's how life is, is that he goes in and someone has taken his possessions, taken the possessions that belong to him. And he he goes and pursues and recovers all because God has given him that answer. And in his coming home, he divulges, he dishes out, he gives everyone a portion of what is theirs. He gives out a portion of what is theirs. He goes back. And when David came to Ziglag, he sent he sent of the spoils unto the elders of Judah, even to his friends, saying, Behold, a present for you of the spoil of the enemies of the Lord. So he says, I'm not just thinking about myself. I'm thinking about these other people too. So I'm going to give them some of what I have. Give them, give them what I have. Give. He, he was a giver. He was not a taker. He was a man of great strength, a man of great heart, and he was not a taker. He was a, he was a giver. And that's the thing about 
when you find the right people in your life, and he knew who he was supposed to take on this trip with him in the pursuit of what he was supposed to do in his in his journey. And I get several messages from this chapter. One is everybody that you start off with don't end up with you. Everyone you start off with does not end up with you in the end. But if you pass them by, still give them their respect that is due. If you have moved on from them and you run across them again, like the 200 men, he did not forsake them. He said, okay, well, all right, okay, don't, no, we're going to, everybody's treated equal. I'm not going to treat you because I left you there. Doesn't mean that we still can't be friends, that we kids still can't associate with each other. We can still, we can still be brothers. We still, you know, still have our friendship, our relationship, but I have moved on without you. And sometimes we have to understand that just because we leave them there does not mean that we desert them completely, okay? Another fact is that he asked for permission from God before he decided to pursue these people. If you recall, in the whole book, David is asking God all the time about something before he he does it. And David has this way where him and God have this relationship where no one can put us under. Okay? You got to have a good understanding of how this works. David is not in his... David is, 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 a, is always consulting God about something. All the time. In the whole chapter. David is, is, is speaking, you know, and... Um, Speaking and doing and everything has to pertain to what he, what God asked him to do. Okay? Now, and then, in the end, he gives what... He gives the spoils away to the other nations, to Judah. He gives to uh, Estomar, Estomar. As Tomorrow, and he goes in and gives to Rachel, and and goes in them and Rachel, and and goes in and to the Kenites, and he goes in Harmoth and Chorshane, Chorshane, and he gives to Hebron, and he and look, he giving away this stuff to people that he's recovered, all the stuff he recovered. He wasn't thinking about himself. He waited to serve him. He waited to give himself stuff last. Say, And to them which were in Hebron, and to all the places where David himself and his men were wont to haunt. That means he divided up the shells, the spoils, to all the other people that he did not want to he was looking out for everybody. David was looking out for everybody. He didn't leave anybody out. He didn't want he didn't want them to feel left out. He didn't want them to feel like, okay, I'm just gonna be a passing fancy for you and I'm gonna just come along and just, you know, be this person and I, I want you not to just think of me as haunting you, as being a per a being a person that is dead one minute and gone the next. And um, he wants them to remember him as a passionate, a compassionate uh, man, a compassionate soul, a compassionate, uh, you know, a thinker. And that's what we have to 
understand we have to look at the person's character when we look at people and how we treat them and how, you know, how life is. And life is too short to be dealing with negativity and and and, and sorrow and and, and 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 bitterness. David wasn't bitter because of the way Saul treated him. David was like, okay, all right, that's what you want. That's on you, you know. We can go our separate ways, you know, but I'm not going to kill you. I'm not going to be bothered with you. I'm just going here and let you live your life. You let me live mine. So... When you got somebody like that, you got somebody loyal like that to you, be careful how you treat people. I saw, I spoke about this on the other podcast episode, the one before this. Be careful how you treat people. The ones that's loyal, they the ones that have your back. They the ones that's gonna pick the rocks out, gonna pick the rocks off the road in case you run into a bump in the road. They gonna they gonna work that, they're gonna work that part, they're gonna do what they what they're supposed to do. So, in the pursuit of that. I want to say thank you. And let's all have a spirit of like David. That we are always thinking about others and we don't retaliate when we can. We don't take it out on other folks. We let them be in a we let them deal with their own misery and how they deal with themselves. Because you don't have a heaven or hell to put people in. Only God has that to do. And you let God fight your battles for you. And you don't, you don't lift a finger, you ain't got to do nothing. You ain't got to do nothing. Some people have to deal with their own misery, okay? So um, let them deal with it on their own. And you keep serving God like you serving. Because God will, will reward you in the end, okay? I want to say thank you for listening to the Daily Devotional for today. We have just reviewed 1 Samuel chapter 31 through 31, okay? So... We wanna, we wanna, you know, be ready for our next chapter. Be First Samuel chapter thirty, chapter thirty-one, uh, one through thirteen. Okay, and it'll speak about the death of Saul and his sons. It'll speak about the death of Saul and his sons. All right, so I will see y'all. I will see y'all. I will talk to y'all later, and I love you. And um, if you have any comments and anything you wanna, you know, wanna get into, you know, talk to me about. Reach out. I am Sharice at ShariceNJohnsonMore.com, you know, and reach out to me and we'll, we'll, we'll discuss it, okay? I love you and y'all have a blessed day. Bye, babies. Authors, 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 have you written a book? Are you an experienced author or a new author? Well, I've got news for you. Authors Excerpt Sunday is the perfect start to growing your audience awareness with the public. Authors Excerpt Sunday has interview spots available in many forms. Live broadcasting done on all social media outlets, television, and podcasting. We would love to help you tell the world about your book. You can reach us at I am Sharice at ShariceNJohnsonMoore.com or 724-570-1153 for further details. And let's tell the world about your book.
All right, babies, I know, I know, I know. It has been our time together, and I know it has been a pleasure for me to give you this word for the day. It is pursue. Pursue after everything that God has asked you to do in your vision. Okay, so I want you to have a nice day, and I want to thank everyone for listening all over the world that listen to this podcast with an attentive ear and thank you for your support of Sharice Johnson Moore's podcast. This segment is entitled Daily Devotional and I greatly appreciate you taking out your time and your day to listen to the word of God. All right, everyone, and I love you and everyone have a blessed day. Bye, babies. Talk to you next time on Daily Devotional.